Welcome to 52 Weeks of Hope. This is where you get to hear how to feel happy, balanced, and worthwhile. How to make that lonely ache vanish and feel empowered, confident, and secure. I'm Lauren Abrams, and I get to help you feel that magic again since going through my own dark night of the soul by chatting with incredible leaders, healers, and change agents who give you their message of hope after overcoming challenges of their own. And today we're going to talk about gratitude, what it is, why it's so great for you, the benefits, and how to practice gratitude. I looked up the definition of gratitude, and it's the conscious positive emotion one can express when feeling thankful for something whether tangible or intangible. So I don't know if that's boring or not, but I'm going to talk about it more layperson's terms and how I practice it and how other people do it and why it makes me feel so good. And just, I talk a lot about gratitude lists because I've been exchanging gratitude lists with my friends, my friend Nancy and I, we've exchanged them for over a decade. And it's because our friend Cheryl, who passed away a long time ago, she used to write down every single night, five things she was grateful for. Even when she had cancer and in the throes of it, she would write down things she was grateful for. I don't know how long it's been. I I should ask her, but we started exchanging our lists with each other and it's expanded to now there's groups of us and we exchange our lists every single day. And some people send them in the morning, some at night. And I interviewed somebody a couple of weeks ago who said, you could set an intention at night of what you want to dream about or put your gratitude down. And there's all kinds of really cool things that we can do with our mind. But bottom line is when you are grateful, it raises not just your vibrational frequency, it raises the dopamine in your brain and it's tied to greater happiness. The Harvard School for Happiness and there's and the Harvard studies have proven that gratitude is tied to greater happiness. And here's seven scientific benefits to being grateful. It opens the door to better relationships. You get better physical health, better psychological health. It enhances empathy and it decreases aggression. People sleep better when they're grateful. That alone is, I love sleep. (laughs) And getting more sleep, getting seven to eight hours sleep minimum a night is better for your health also. It increases your self-esteem and everybody, confidence is a huge thing. I'm going to be starting a clarity and confidence boost sessions, uh, which I'll talk about in the next week. Also, it increases your mental strength when you're grateful, which I did not know. So that's huge. I used to think I was so stupid. So maybe I just quit thinking I was stupid because I became grateful. (laughs) I don't know, chicken or the egg. So gratitude is huge. So I want to talk about different ways that you can practice it. Yeah, the holidays and all of that, who wants to be grateful or how to be grateful despite what's going on around us. Because just centering yourself and writing a list of a few things you're grateful for. I I have friends that are like, I'm not grateful. I don't want to write a list. But the point is when you write things you're grateful for, by the time you get to the end of the list, that's when you're grateful. You're not grateful. You don't have to be grateful when you write the list. It's when you end the list. And it can be things like grateful for the ability to breathe in and out, grateful that I can stand up or that I'm sitting here or grateful that I can listen to this podcast or any podcast. It doesn't have to be this one, but grateful that I can listen to stories of hope of other people that have been through something similar or things worse, or to know that I've gotten through things. I'm grateful I've gotten to look at things you've gotten through in the past and know 
you can get through whatever you're going through now, be it a Thanksgiving dinner, or if you have no Thanksgiving dinner, that you can go and help people and serve them Thanksgiving dinner because that'll make you feel better. That's always a feel-good experience when you help somebody else. Or that you can watch TV, whatever it is, that you've got electricity or a bed to sleep in. It can be things like that, a car to drive or public transportation, making a list of different things, whatever they are in your life, that will raise your vibrational frequency right there and make you feel grateful. It just does. And so making an intentional list. And then when you're writing the list, don't just write it by rote. Think about and feel into what you're writing that I'm so grateful I have a bed to sleep in. I'm so grateful I get to sleep. I'm so grateful that for the internet and I can find like-minded people who have similar interests and I get to make friends. Did you hear Marissa G. Franco's episode on friendships as an adult. I love that. I love talking to her and finding out about all these studies and that there's ways to make friendships and that people actually think better of us than we ever think they do, the likability factor and and all of that. And exchanging lists, by the way, keeps you accountable. When you're receiving lists from other people, you're like, oh yeah, I have to do my list. (laughs) And it keeps you accountable. And I feel closer to the people that I exchange lists with. So even if I don't see them, I feel closer to them because I get their lists. And I feel like we're really close, even though we don't see them all the time. Another thing you can do is write a letter to somebody about how much they mean to you. Nothing will make you feel closer to that person. I remember years ago, gosh, it's over 10 years when I was asked to write a letter to a friend of mine. She was adopting a child and I had to write a letter basically a letter of recommendation, but it was a letter of what she means to me. It just lights me up now to even think about that letter. Yeah, it made me so happy. I don't even know how it made her feel, but it made me happy to write her that letter because she's so great. And I just think about that and it lights me up. So writing a letter like that once a month to somebody to tell them how much they mean to you is the most feel-good thing there is. And it was suggested that you write a letter like that to yourself also. Write a letter to you about how great you are and keep that around for when you're not feeling so great and remind yourself and think of how you would build your best friend up. Do that for yourself. So I know that when I drove carpool and I'd go to the different houses, the kids would get in. I go, what are you grateful for? My kids would be horrified. My mom. But there was one kid who would get in and go, my mom does that too. <laughs> so. It's good to start the gratitude practice earlier. And at Thanksgiving, we go around and say, what are you grateful for? My kids can't stand. You know what? Gratitude practice is good. There's always something to be grateful for. I know somebody go in his backyard every day, raise his hands up and go, I love my life. I mean, to be grateful is fabulous. It feels good to be grateful. So gratitude practice has been shown to improve your well-being. Thich Nhat Hanh, he uh, used to say, uh, think of today as a day that I don't have a toothache. <laughs> so isn't it great today? I don't have a toothache. So that's how he would think of every day and a day to practice gratitude. Yeah, today I don't have a toothache. The other thing is being social is a muscle. I listened to Robert Waldinger. He's a Harvard professor and a Zen monk. 
He has a TED Talk. He, I just listened to his second TED Talk. It's private right now, I think. But anyway, it's on happiness. And he says they studied people at the end of life. And the most meaningful part of people's lives is the strength and warmth of relationships. It's the most meaningful thing that people look back on at the end of their life. So again, it's not, did I work harder or make money? It's always about the strength and warmth of relationships. So it's an exercise that we have to maintain and strengthen our relationships. So is there somebody that you wish you were talking to more? You can look through your phone and go and and text them and say, hey, I miss you. It's an exercise muscle. It's a social muscle that we, social fitness, uh, that friendships need attention. Then you can feel grateful that, oh, I text that person and just say, how are you? I'm thinking of you. I'd like to get together or just send the, I'm thinking of you, whatever you want to say, use your own verbiage. But in order to have those kind of meaningful relationships, you have to take the initiative, make plans, make routines. I've been trying to go on walks with people or at least make plans to do that and put it on my calendar so that it's it's a non-negotiable. And I've only done a few, but they light me up and I think, oh, I don't have time for this. But then I go and I do have time. It, it's what's important. It's what's really important. It also, he talked about getting comfortable talking to strangers, which is just so odd to me because I didn't grow up doing that. So it seems odd. My husband talks to everybody. He'll know everybody on a flight. I have a friend, Jennifer, her husband does the same thing. Like we, we were comparing notes about it, but I just sit there with my head in a book because I just didn't grow up that you do that. I grew up where you didn't know your neighbors or I don't know. That was just how my parents raised us. So I'm trying to be a lot more open. I ask every day, I say, I'm so grateful and thankful. I have an open heart and an open mind because what do I know? It's not like I was raised the way I did things were right. It's just... I know nothing. <laughs> I just try to keep that kind of an open mind. So uh, I used to walk with a, my friend, Lori. She'd say hi to everyone. And I was so horrified. And, and I thought, well, isn't that interesting? Look at my reaction, which is a benefit of meditation, by the way, that I just kind of notice. I don't judge myself. I go, oh, isn't that interesting? Because I grew up where you didn't do that. And I thought, oh, maybe that's how people from St. Louis are because that's where she is from. But maybe that's just how Lori is. But I just kind of go, oh, isn't that interesting? My reactions. Because like, really, what do I know? So uh, this Robert Walden, the Harvard professor, he said, talking to strangers and being more comfortable with it, even if it's grocery shopping with the checkout people or people in line around me, which even saying that right now to you guys, like horrifies me, but I'm going to try it. And um when I go on retreats, I'm trying to, I don't go on that many, but I, you know, I've got a few retreats that I go on. So I making a concerted effort to make sure I talk to people and don't isolate or, you know, just be open to who I'm meeting and then try to stay in touch with anybody that I like trying to form relationships with because we have similar interests if we're both, if we're at the retreat together. So people want to feel known and seen. That's what you really want deep down in the core, they want to feel known and seen. And in order to do that, you have to have relationships with people. You have to be vulnerable. And when you have that, that's where gratitude comes about. But you have to actually acknowledge, oh, I really enjoy this. I feel like this person knows me and, and I can be myself. And 
my authentic self. So finding those kinds of people mean you have to get out and meet people and see them and be your authentic self. And then you feel grateful. And to do that means to actively connect with others. And, you know, sometimes it takes a leap. Yeah, I got to take that leap and leap of faith and step out of your comfort zone. I, at least I do sometimes. Sometimes I'm like, yeah, I can do this. It's no big deal. And sometimes I think I'm a very social person. And then here I am out in some situation and I'm not that social. Just depends. As long as I stay out of my head for me, then it helps. Also, doing my daily gratitude practice, being somebody who meditates and and just doesn't, I don't judge myself. I just say, oh, that's interesting and, and notice it and keep going. Just taking the next right action, just take a step forward and keep going with my life, just like you do. And staying grateful. I'm grateful for my friends. I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful for those here and who pass this on. I'm grateful for my husband and and my podcasting family, my hopepreneurs. That's what I'm calling you guys now. You now you have mompreneurs and entrepreneurs. Yeah, you guys are hopepreneurs. Get to pass on hope to others. And, uh, and I love that. And I'm so grateful. I'm grateful that I've been able to do this for a couple of years. And, and you get the hope. You know you can get through this. I was taught the only thing I can compare myself to is where I've come from, look back and go, oh, I got through, like I said a few minutes ago, I got through this before so I can keep getting through whatever I'm going through. And there's, you know, like there's no finish line here. We get to enjoy what we're going through. So whatever it is that you really want to do, enjoy the process. And when you get to some milestone, no matter how small, celebrate yourself. You did it. You know, I mean, to not enjoy even the smallest moments is a waste. Like so many people don't celebrate you want to celebrate what you can do. So do that. My friend manifested a ranch. Like it's so incredible. She's had so many health issues and she has a ranch with rescue animals that heal and help people less fortunate and her health issues went away. It's so incredible. And we all celebrated her last weekend. I got to lead a meditation there and it was amazing watching her take that in and and she celebrated her all of us too it's it's a mutual thing but but you could feel the gratitude and that's what we do when you're around people that celebrate you and lift you up you get to lift them up as well so find your peeps find those people that celebrate you and lift you up stay in gratitude stay in what it is that keeps your vibrational energy lifted and i mean some things we got to show up for we just have to but you get to show up. You get to. There's lessons in everything. And once you get through it, you're like, oh, that's what I was supposed to learn. <laughs> that sucked, but I get it now. And because there are, there's lessons in everything. And it's not till we're through. The only way through is through. But once we're through, you're like, oh, I get it now. And that's just kind of how it works. So don't doom scroll on social media. That's not going to make you feel better. Get out, think of what is it that really fills you with joy? What is it that lights you up and do that? Because you've got this. You so have this. Everyone has a unique handprint. There's something you can do that no one else can do. You weren't given that gift for no reason. Like if you've got that, if you've got this dream or something that you want to do that lights you up, do it. That wasn't put in your being, in your DNA for no reason. 
go and give that gift to the world, no matter what it is, because no one can do it the way you can. And let your gratitude be known. Don't hold it in. Share your gratitude, or at least write yourself a gratitude letter. Do something to share the gratitude, because if nothing else, it's going to raise your vibrational frequency, make you happier, healthier. And, and that whole list of scientifically proven benefits, it'll make you sleep better, healthier, happier, enhance empathy, your self-esteem is going to go up, your, your mental strength is even better. I like that one a lot. <laughs> anyway, I'm so grateful for all of you that are listening. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode and take with you the gratitude messages, such great messages to take into your week ahead. If you're on the email list, I give suggestions of how and why taking a moment actually increases your happiness and your awareness. It's really easy to get on the email list. Just go to the website at 52weeksofhope.com. It's an easy way to get on the website. Everything's on there. Remember to be kind to yourself this week. Watch that negative self-talk and give yourself the same patience and compassion that you'd give to a friend or at least to your dog. Be sure to tune in next week, which is all about how to attract healthy, positive energy. It's a really great story of a mother-daughter duo. I'm interviewing both of them and it is such a fun episode. One's kind of woo-woo and goal setting and the other's a feng shui master of many decades. It's a super fun, transformative episode for you. And they have a whole bunch of really good information and some freebies for you also. So that's next week. Also, something new is coming. I'm going to start inviting some of you onto my show for these confidence and clarity boost sessions. If you feel like you're struggling and you can use a little bit of a boost, you might be interested in this. And here's who it's ideal for. If you're feeling burnt out, jealous because you see others doing what you want to do, you're scared that life's passing you by, you don't fit in, you don't feel like you belong, you're not aligned with who and what it is that you really think you're here to be doing, this could be for you. And you might want to kind of jump in to be first in line on the list to do something like this. Just hit reply, let us know. We're going to start a little bit of a wait list before we have the actual signups open to everybody. So you can be in the beta group. Just let me know that you want to be on this and jump to the front of the line. So if you're enjoying the podcast, share the love and tell two of your friends. I'm Lauren Abrams. Thanks for listening.